So I do the doop doop dance and I poop in my pants. Tuesday, Tuesday podcast episode 104 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsburg, and Three Stacks. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Thank you, as always, Samuel, for the intro. And you and Three Stacks both look super sporty today. What are you? What are you two been up to? Uh, we were watching sports. Oh no! Yeah, we were at the Radicals game. Oh well, okay. So, like, not on TV, at least. No, no, live, live playings of sports. Okay, that's that's much different. Well, now, we, we don't even got cable out here, son. Excuse me? We don't even have cable. Oh, yeah, me neither, but that doesn't mean anything. You can watch everything on the internet. Yeah, Boris told me a way to do sports on the internet, and I think it gave me a bunch of cookies and viruses. I mean, these things happen, but, you know, once you clear all those off, you have a CS degree. So, that's kind of <laughs> nice. Stacks, what are you drinking this week? I am drinking Mobcraft Aloha Dankeschön, which is a cocoa, coconut, and coffee wit beer. I have had this beer for like a month now, and I've just been waiting for Boris to be over and drinking Fancyman beers, but right. that hasn't happened, and he's moving to Boston tomorrow, so drinking yeah, it without say, him. Hasn't he left? By next week, he'll be gone. Oh, okay. I can't tell you what it tastes like, because Sam has put the, the bottle opener too far away. Sorry your arms are short. Arms <laughs> are like, like the same length as yours. That's not true at all. So, well, what's the ABV at least? It is 6.6%. It's a bomber, so when am I not drunk by the end of the episode? This will be no different. So I did a bunch of yelling at the game, and like oh. I feel like my voice during that intro, like I really kind of struggled with it. Mm. Uh, and I was like, oh, I could really use some water after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, I'm just going to drink a refreshing beer, so I'll be fine. Except I remember okay. that this beer has habanero peppers in it. <coughs> Frank, you pranked yourself from the past. I got me. You got you. You got you. Actually, there's still some head on this, so I'm going to go grab some water, in fact. Okay, well, because Three Stack still hasn't given us an initial opinion of the beer, so. Yeah, having had one sip, this beer is not what I expected, and it's weird, I think. It's like coconuts? It doesn't taste like coconuts. It tastes vaguely like a hot pepper beer without the heat, okay. which I think might so just be me going crazy. Like Wait, so you have a coconut and coffee wit beer that just tastes like peppers? Maybe? I, I might change my mind on that later. It probably tastes vaguely like what it's supposed to, and my palate is just screwed up from, like, yeah. years of eating candy. Do you mind if I get a couple sips of that before I annihilate my mouth? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I want to get a second opinion on this. It actually kind of smells like a hot pepper beer. An Mm. HPB, as I've come to call them. Please don't do that. Yeah, I'm trying to... There's a little bit to unpack here. I'm trying to figure it out. I definitely see where she's coming from. There's no heat in it at all, but I can kind of taste what she's talking about. A lot of it is kind of just standard wit flavor. And then there's something that reminds me of popped corn. (laughs) And uh, I cannot figure out what that is. What is this supposed to taste like? Coffee and coconut? Yeah. And cocoa. Nope. They they missed. Yeah. Whether this ends up good or not, it is wrong. It is. <laughs> okay. It is not yeah. what it's supposed to taste like, I assume. 
Right. So Sam, you're you've got some habanero nonsense. I have ballast points, habanero sculpin. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, Sculpin is uh, a Ballast Point IPA, and they have a few different varieties of it, and this is their habanero version. Mm-hmm. 7%. So let me give that a try. I got my water on hand in case it's really intense. Oh, it's so nice. There's a lot of flavor here. The I feel like this would feel really intensely hoppy if it weren't spicy. And it's not crazy spicy. It's not the spiciest pepper beer I've had, but it, I do think that over the course of 12 ounces of this, I'm going to have to pace myself so I don't fry my buds too bad. So that your beer kind of tastes like what it's supposed to taste. I would say so. Excellent. Let's see. I have Third Street Ale Works Puddle Jumper. India. Pale Ale. 5.7%. Doesn't have much of a smell. It looks like a pretty normal pale ale. Yeah, you know, that's a pretty normal pale ale. It's, uh, I don't know what to say about it. It's definitely a pale ale. It's uh, a little light at the front and resinous at the back. And I thought you said it was supposed to be an IPA. No, I said Puddle Jumper Pale Ale. Oh. Well, luckily this is recorded, so I'll be able to find out if you misspoke or I misheard you. Almost certainly the latter. Yeah. You know, it's very inoffensive, and I can tell you now I'm probably going to give it like a 5.5. We can just shut down by rating. I mean, this is shut down. I really could use a nap. (laughs) Just wrap it. Nope. No rest for the wicked, Samuel. So I'm going to tell you, it it was like my birthday the other day. No, like your birthday's in May, early. and it is now July. This is correct, but I was I was biking home. Oh, did you find trash food? Did I find trash food? I was biking to my new apartment. Somebody had left a big thing of bin full of loaves of bread. Like, you know, artisanal loaves, not like sliced loaves. And it said, day-old bread, take some. So I did. I feel like this, this story might be a little more literal to any British listeners. Because, you know, in Britain they call a trash can a bin. Right. So you found it in a bin because someone left garbage in a container. Hold on. I took a picture. Let me show you the picture. Uh, still still audio only in case anyone was I know, curious. but you can see the picture. Kind of. I can't see... I can't read the the writing, which I think is kind of pivotal. Because for all I know, that could say, Don't eat is trash and poison. Well, I ate a lot of that bread, and I'm not dead yet, so I think I came up with better. But, like, I don't know. You know, I wasn't getting any street food for a while. I think it was all just biding its time to become all of that bread, because that was a crazy amount of street bread. And is this that an area that you're in often? No, this is a new new stretch of territory. You should go back there. They might have day-olds all the time. This could be a prime hobo spot. Yeah, well, I've passed it a couple times. It's, you know, it's new because... It's like the way back to my new apartment. Right. So I'm going to be passing it a while now. You know you know what you could call that? Call that area? A hobo oasis. Uh, you could call all of our Arcata a hobo oasis. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. But I, I was very excited. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe uh, it's like some people who have a bakery that's super hidden. I don't know. Maybe I'll get more bread, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's hope. Oh. That's still a pale ale that I'm drinking. Not going to change. Hey, so I don't really want to do a whole article, but we do have a little update. Last time, I think, we talked about Slip Cup, right? Yeah, uh, you should reset that for the fine yeah. listeners. But I'm, I'm just, that was last episode, right? Yes. So last episode, we, uh, we talked about Slip Cup, which is like a little insert for a red solo cup. So 
your beer pong ball doesn't go in your beer, which is something that could be completely, you know, eradicated just by playing water pong like a reasonable individual. But despite this uh, pretty obvious argument, they have somehow managed to blow past their funding goal of $70,000. Right now, they have 16 more days to go, and they have $93,056 raised. It's too much money in too little time. None of this makes any sense. It's in, I'm I'm incredulous. I can't believe. I mean, there there are almost four thousand people who think this is a good idea, and they've given almost a hundred thousand dollars to these schools. This is just nuts. But I mean, I think I really said everything we had to say about this topic last week. I just wanted to inform everybody: the world has gone mad. Let's not talk about that. You guys must have something hilarious to tell me, right? Cheer me up. I had birthday meat. Pardon. What, sorry. What? I said pardon. Why? Birthday meat? Yeah, what's it sound like? Well, I think I got a box of meat for Hanukkah, but but what is, it's not your, so whose birthday were you at? No, it's my birthday meat. Oh. It had been sitting in my freezer for two months. Oh, what kind of meat? There was uh, a couple of big old sausage links, a rack of ribs, and oh. a huge slab of brisket. Damn you, assholes. This is the second episode in a row you talk about ribs. Constantly. Like, slap you with my rib desiring phallus why does your phallus desire the ribs all of me desires ribs okay. they're so delicious uh yeah so that was for Boris's going away party but he hasn't left he's leaving tomorrow oh okay i think three stacks is still incredulous yeah i think i'm in denial that you won't be able to see his glorious abs anymore pretty much but we are sharing a hotel hotel room with him in a couple weeks so i know which bed i'm sleeping in the it's, the one that, it's the one that Sam and Boris aren't sharing. The recent bed is the one you're sleeping in. If only. Uh, Sam kissed a boy the other day. Uh, that's true. Well, I mean, okay, of course I want to hear about this, but it's not like this is a novel thing for Sam. Uh, no, I believe this is boy number four. And it was really just one of those situations where it's kind of like, I was challenged, and everyone's like, he won't do it. And it's like, no, I, I will. Of course like. Yeah, I don't give. I like you. Don't, guys don't understand that I don't care. Yeah, he was. Can, can we just get this over with? Like, it's not like I like kissing dudes. It's just that I don't really mind, and right. I don't like it when people get in my face about stuff. Well, give me some backstory, please. Set uh, the scene. Set uh, the mood. Give me the characters. Sure. So, three Zex and I play in a an, a summer ultimate frisbee league. And after the games, you can go to the Great Dane, which is a local bar restaurant, and you get a get two free pitchers of beer per team per game. So that's it's a pretty good value. So so we go and then like blow a bunch of money on food. So like obviously they're they're coming out on top of this whole thing. But we were there and kind of talking about you know relationship dynamics, like how often one one person in the relationship is in control, and sometimes that that switches, you know. And another guy on the team, whose girlfriend also plays on the team, was talking about how well-trained she is. And then he said, what's rule number one? And she said, can't mess with the bromance. And then I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, mostly it just means he's allowed to kiss other boys. I don't know. And, and, <laughs> and then I pointed out that the main flaw in our relationship is that Sam doesn't kiss, kiss enough boys. Wait, I want to study this guy's horrible, horrible relationship. I think it was a joke. I don't think he's that misogynistic. No, not about the well-trained thing, obviously. But why does he need permission from his girlfriend to be kissing all these dudes? I, I don't know. I just met him 
a month and a half ago, so I don't know him that well. Uh-huh. I don't think he's bisexual, but maybe he's bisexual. That would explain it. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, that would. That would, yes, that would. I feel like that actually opposite. would do the opposite of explain it. Because I, w- I have no problems with you kissing all the dudes you want, but if you were actually, like, sexually attracted to dudes and you were just like, hee hee hee, this lets me cheat on my girlfriend. That's how I laugh? That sounds about right? Well, uh, if you were bisexual, obviously that's how you would laugh. Oh dear. But also, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's not so much a bromance as, like, a romance. a romance. A romance. That would be like yeah. if I just went up to you and was like, that dude's attractive, can I go kiss him? But also you weren't as, like, robot as you are, because you would probably just say yes anyway. I mean, that has already happened, when you asked me if you could kiss a guy, and I said sure, and then you, and then you chickened out big time. Well, yeah. But also, he... If you can guess, if you can guess who it was, I'll tell you, you only get one guess, your only hint is, he's been on the show before. Well, like, that's all your friends. Yeah, dude. That's only giving you one guess. I don't know. The only people I remember Three Stacks ever evincing interest in, I think, were Jed and Boris. Well, yeah, she would be all over either of those. But that's that's not that's not who we explicitly discussed. I actually ended up talking to the guy about it and explaining it to him, and he was like, that's weird. I don't think I'd be comfortable with that. And then later learned that he had blacked out and didn't remember that conversation and had to have it with him again. <laughs> uh... Man, I don't know. Really, Probably three sex, three sex just Probably. kind of wants more dude kissing going on. She wants both of us to be doing more kissing of more dudes. Oh, and, okay. And really, I don't care enough to stop her from kissing dudes, or really to stop me from kissing dudes. Right. But it's not the kind of thing that I'm into, so I'm not going to actively pursue either of us kissing more dudes. Was it the Zack attack? It was not the Zack attack. You've spent your only yeah. guess. Damn uh, it. When I tell Brian that, oh no, I let it slip, oh goodness! Really? Brian? Him? Uh-huh. It's because he's got, he's got the uh, teddy bear lumberjack look. Oh, okay. Which is what she's trying to fatten me up for. But you know, hey. it's, it's, not my, it's not my place. I'm too swole by nature, too slender and, and swole too, at the same time. She also wants to cook you in her candy oven. <laughs> Oh, that was a that Hansel was and a... Gretel, right? Yeah, it sure was. Okay. That was a bit of a leap, but sure. Well, I also call your your vagina the candy oven. That's fair. It we... was nicknamed the vo- the Forge while I was in college for oh, really just one reason. Uh, because you made guys wiener red hot. No, because I was always freezing and they were like, that heat has to be concentrated somewhere. And they determined that that was probably where it was. No one had ever checked. Oh. I mean, that was my choice, so. Yeah, but still sad. But then I got to be known as the blacksmith, and there was a whole backstory about how. Because she operates the forge. Because I operate the forge. Did they the call forge. you Ask the Anvil? No. That'd be pretty good. It would. Really, it was just that someday the the right man was going to come along and be able to. To remove sex caliber from the forge. Oh. So. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not either. I'm not drunk enough to have told that story on a podcast. But you did. But I did. Oh, dogs eating trash. Dogs eating trash. Dogs eating trash. I can never unhear it, no matter how much trash that dog eats. No, no. Unfortunately, that was my life, and that was the less upsetting of my college nicknames. You see, you can't, you can't, like, I feel like you're trying to be coy, 
by not just saying what it is, but but really it, it's almost two faced because you you want us to ask you, and we have to at this point. I mean, you don't have to. That one's not as clever. I mean, I know, just that, I know, I know it already, but the listeners don't, and Tyler doesn't. It's just that a bunch of dudes wanted to scream rape sauce at someone, so they decided that they were going to scream it at me. <sighs> well, I think we got here by me asking you to cheer me up. You've done a terrible, terrible job. <laughs> I think I might have missed that part. Oh, uh, oh, no, I know I know something that'll cheer you up. This actually happened a couple weeks ago, but we were just talking about it, and I think this will be great. Um, three Sex was eating an ice cream sandwich, uh, as she do, and then I ripped the king of farts, like I do, and right? she said she could not enjoy it anymore and had to go stand on the balcony to eat her ice cream sandwich because the <laughs> fart smell was ruining the ice cream sandwich. So, yeah, when you took a bite of the ice cream sandwich, it tasted like farts, right? I mean... Really, it was just that breathing is like an integral part of enjoying an ice cream sandwich. And I couldn't do that without wanting to cry. And like, it it spread so quickly and through so much of the apartment. I don't understand. Brownie in motion, dog. The perpetual jiggling of particles. I I don't understand how one's butt can produce such a scent. And how it's just you feed the stink factory the right stuff, and uh, you know you get some quality output. I prefer aroma to scent. Uh. Odor, aroma. Oh man, I was watching. What was I watching the other day? I don't remember some show. If this isn't and, about farts, I'm gonna be so mad at you. If it's not about farts, yeah. Well, it's not really. No. Oh. But I was watching a show the other day. I wish I could remember what show it was. They were going to a secret laboratory, and the secret laboratory turned out to be real shitty. And it had air fresheners hanging down from the ceiling, and it just reminded me of sophomore year. When we stunk up the room so bad that I hung up a bunch of air fresheners, and that did not please our other roommates, it made them more angry. Car air fresheners. Champion. Yeah, there were way too many of those. One of the guys I dated in college put a bunch of cherry dollar store air fresheners in his dorm, and it it didn't hide the fact that his room smelled gross. It just made it smell a different kind of gross on top of the already existing boy smell. Yeah, pretty much same thing with us. This is how we do it. I guess we should probably... We've gone a long way without doing any articles, and we have three. So, I'm going to start off with Fox News. No, oh no. You guys, why'd you give me a Fox News article? Gotta give them clicks now. Well, anyway, from foxnews.com. Danish music festival to turn patrons' pee into beer. Roskilde, which is Northern Europe's largest music festival, has a Piss to Pilsner initiative. They're trying to collect 6,600 gallons of pee and turn it into beer. I mean, Piss to Pilsner? Is it just funneled directly into bottles? Oh. Got him! No, uh, it's Danish beer, not Budweiser. It's still Pilsner. Yeah. So... It's actually, we've talked about uh, people turning, like, sewage water into beer before, I think. And we were kind of disappointed by that. And we're kind of disappointed, I am at least, by this. Because it's not like they're going to, as I assume, refine the pee down to water and then use that to make the beer. They're going to use the urine to as, as some sort of barley fertilizer. What? They're going to use the pee as a fertilizer for barley. So, like, just they're going to put it on plants. Yeah. 
That's like saying, we're going to make pie out of pee, but really it's just for, like, the flour. Yeah. For the pie. Correct. That's yes. foolish. Right. Well, okay, so I was disappointed. I am still kind of disappointed because, yes, I do feel like it's a little foolish. But, you know, it's kind of good. Um, apparently, there's a whole lot of human waste at festivals. It has the the potential to overwhelm sewer systems sometimes. So it is, I mean, kind of good to, you know, reduce, reuse, beer cycle. But you really shouldn't say it's piss to Pilsner. It's really like piss to fertilizer. I mean, if this was... It's really the dishonesty that is my problem with what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. If it's sure. just, if it's, even if it was just, uh, we're taking the urine and we're teleporting it out of this universe, then I'd be like, that sounds great. And this yeah. is kind of even better than that because instead of just eliminating it, they're reusing it in a way which is helpful. Yeah. So that's all good. Yeah, do this, but don't tell me you're, don't tell me you're making it into beer. That's not even close to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I felt I felt largely the same way. I I thought it was I thought it was going to be an interesting article about like you know spaceship technology refining pee down into its bare form, but alas, no. So is urine even a good fertilizer? Because I feel like living in a dog-friendly apartment, every time I go outside, I notice that there are more and more sections of the grass that are dead from too many dogs well, peeing on them. Somehow, I doubt they're just going to dump buckets of pee on barley. I do think there's going to be some sort of... You keep, oh, I get it. You keep your, saying your that, that's the dog's barley. name. It's freaking me yeah. out. Please don't dump gonna, buckets of pee on my dog. Yeah, if I ever come to visit, I'm just going to pour gallons of pee on your dog and see what sprouts. That'll be worth it, man. I really miss you. Probably, like, some oh. some major diseases. Yeah, like a lot of mold, probably. No, th- you know what'll happen is karma will kick you directly back. Because you'll dump it on him, and he won't really care because he won't realize how gross it is. But he doesn't like being wet, so he'll shake it immediately. And you'll just get <laughs> pee splashed back in your face. Won't be the first time. Won't be the last. I hope. But anyway... Yes, I'm, I'm guessing they're probably not just going to dump the pee on there. They're probably going to break it down into its chemicals. So there is a little bit of spaceship technology, but not the kind I want, damn it. It, it really just feels like this is kind of a challenge. You know, we, we have a we have a batch of beer going right now, ready to be bottled next weekend, but I don't know. No, you're not peeing in the beer. I'm not saying this beer. <laughs> it's got to be earlier. You have to boil that shit anyway. That's one of the yeah. essential steps of beer brewing. This is true. But really, what it's gonna what's gonna mean is you need a lot of water to make beer, so we should probably start peeing in a bucket now. No, no. Okay, well, we fine. We had to fill up that thing for Tavita. Filled it up in like a couple hours. Not true. Like three days. Yeah, like three days, and that wasn't nearly as much as you would need for a batch of beer. That's true. Um, you should you should call it golden shower though when you make it. Yep. When oh when we make it, that's no. right. When it happens, it is inevitable. I agree. Man, there's yes. two things I want to say. They're just completely different directions. Are they, are directions. they both that it's a great idea? No. Oh. One of them is a sort of non sequitur that entertains me, and the other is jumping back into the article and away from this horrible, horrible tangent. Well, that's a great table of contents. You want to just select one of those chapters? Uh, uh... Uh, I'll go with the first one. Uh, since it is shortly after the 4th of July, I was reminded of this as I was at a friend's house blowing off some fireworks illegally, as you do in Illinois. And 
There was definitely one time I was looking at, like, the stupid fireworks that you can actually buy in Illinois, and there's a giant sticker on it that said, Family Favorites, and one of them was called a Golden Shower, and I was just like, man, no one thought this through. Maybe a favorite for a German family. Uh, because they're weird. Got em. Today is all about easy jokes. Easy jokes centering around urine. So, actually, that's kind of a good lead-in into our next article from Slate.com, which is Crack Brewing Has a Sexism Problem. And this article talks a lot about, you know, kind of the easy puns that you get with a lot of craft beer labels and beer names. They specifically take issue with Flying Dog from your hometown. Yeah, Flying Dog Raging Bitch, which is a Belgian IPA that I happen to really enjoy. Yep. Well, they don't like they don't like raging bitch. They don't like pearl necklace. Yeah. Which is another. That beer sucks. And uh, yeah. So they don't like either of those. They have a couple other beers they call out. Like let's see here, <laughs> Atlanta Sweetwater Brewing Company's called Happy Ending, which had an Asian lady on the front and a picture of a box of tissues on the back. Oh. That's not. Good. Oh my. Yeah. So. That's I, I thought this was kind of an interesting article because I thought the writer tackled the issue in a very comprehensive way. I agree that there's a lot of well, maybe not a lot. I agree there's sexism in the in the craft beer uh, labeling naming community. But you know, the author does recognize that this isn't really necessarily a problem with craft beer so much as it's a problem with America. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Which isn't necessarily better. But I think that the, it's good to be taking that broad view. You know, unfortunately, people are still super duper sexist and view ladies as objects way too much of the time and feel comfortable making far too many sex jokes. Does that mean we can't make any? No, I don't think so. But, you know, panty dropper ale is probably not cool. Thong because, remover, Belgian triple. Yeah, like, uh, those should probably those should probably be gone. Bitch slap and, is uh, probably worse. Ooh, ooh, is there a bitch slap one? That's really not good. I'm only looking at the pictures, but I believe that says bitch slap. Yikes. Vanilla yeah, bitch slap. Well, that be, sounds kind of tasty, actually. To be specific. That's, that's not, and another interesting point that the uh, author pointed out was that the craft beer community tends to be very progressive on a lot of things. Environmentalism, small business culture, and it's really unfortunate that it's not as progressive in the, in the sexism department. So, I don't think we had any terrible nicknames for our beers, did we, Sam? Well, it depends what you mean by terrible. Like, offensive? Yeah, offensive. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. Well, let me... So, so, I can just run them all down. I think I remember all of them. I certainly don't. Okay, so there was Beginner's Luck IPA. Uh Uh-huh. Cinnamon Challenge. It was supposed to be a stout, but it was really more of a porter. Ain't Afraid No Ghost Chili Ale. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, then you get into an offensive one, but it's not really sexist. Go fuck yourself, we heavy. <laughs> yeah. Itchin' for a Mitchin, Hefeweizen. That was named for my dad, so please let's not make that sexual. Uh, <laughs> Adamson's Oats, that's an oatmeal stout dedicated right. to our friend. Then there was Smoke on the Water, uh, Rash Beer. Fuck, what was eight? Was that. Was that Skuma? Nope. Skuma, no, Skuma was nine. Skuma was nine. What was eight? Man, maybe eight was super offensive, and I've wiped it from my mind. <laughs> it wasn't George Washington Porter, was it? Uh, no, the presidential porter was ten. And then Mountain Brew was 11. Hmm. I don't remember what 8 is. Oh, man, I used to, they used to be my children, you know? Yeah, I right. I always remember everything about all of them. Oh, uh, that was the creme brulee one. What was that again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad? It was bad. 
Oh yeah, it was bad, but that's, it wasn't called bad. Yeah. Creme fatale, I think. So that's, I don't think offensive, but you know, there's a little bit of a feminine aspect to that one as opposed to the rest of them. Yeah. So, yeah, so we can have, you know, terrible uh, punny nicknames without, you know, and, and also, you know, without alienating almost a third of craft beer drinkers. You know, 32% of craft beer drinkers are women. So why are you trying to put off your market like that? I, I do wonder if, if it is putting off any of the market. There's a good uh, sampling here of what what the author of this article has decided are the the more objectify uh, names and labels. Mm-hmm. Can we just run down these and... and get a, just a quick soundbite from Three Stacks about what she thinks? I mean, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I don't really get offended about being objectified. Like, yeah, it sucks, but there are a lot of bigger issues in the world than, like, the fact that people are still using the word bitch. Like, I don't know. It's not... Some of, like, yeah, panty dropper and thong remover are pretty bad, Mostly because they're like perpetuating rape culture, which is yeah, which yeah. is super problematic. But like, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with like double D double IPA. Like that's not really hurting anyone. I think the main person it's hurting is, I guess, not hurting, but it's supposed to be a joke. And it's like, come on, guys, you can do better than that. This is yeah. <laughs> it's not even a joke. That's just boobs. Get out of here with that. That'd be like I... that'd be like if I made a Big ol' wiener IPA. Like, <laughs> well, I guess it yeah. made you laugh, so it's not that bad a joke. Yeah, but I love when do tang dong. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, man, you should make a big ol' wiener IPA. Never mind golden shower, that's what your pee beer should be named. Right, well, actually, we haven't named our Belgian yet. We could call it big ol' wiener Belgian. Big ol' like Belgian wiener. wiener. I feel like that would be a bit of a misnomer, because it's only going to be like 6%. Yeah, so maybe like shriveled, flaccid wiener. You should call it your Belgian triple X. But it's not going to be a triple. It's not going to be nearly boozy enough. But you should make one and call it that, because that's great. I mean, if we make a Belgian again and don't fuck it up, then we can call it that. Okay. So, yeah, three stacks, that's an interesting view on it. Yeah, so I guess you, you really have an issue with the ones that, I guess, you feel perpetuate rape culture, not really the ones that deal with body image so much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I... Ideally, everyone would be nice to everyone, and no one would feel objectified or offended ever. But I mean, I don't know. I think there are always going to be things that offend people, and they're not entirely avoidable. Like, if going on Tumblr has taught me one thing, it's that there is someone who will be offended by anything you put out there. You could just be like, this is an adorable kitten, and someone will be like, put a trigger warning on that. Kittens killed my family. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like, I don't know, I would absolutely drink like a fuzzy kitten wheat beer. Well, I was about to ask, you know, would you, do you drink vanilla bitch slap? You know, like, would you order that? Probably. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't actually know what it is. I assume it's probably like a vanilla porter or something. And like, based on the little bit of the label we can see, it probably is. I feel like yeah. there aren't too many non dark vanilla beers yeah yeah and like if it sounds like a style i like i'm not going to turn it down because of the name i i'm sure some women would but you see the thing is that kind of to flip that a little bit some of these i wouldn't order because of the name and some of them because i don't i don't want to say bitch to my server so i don't want to order vanilla bitch slap or crazy bitch because that's just we're trying to be like nice to each other here you know this is a small social contract between 
between me and the waiter or waitress, and I don't want to like say bitch to them for no reason, you know? Yeah. So that would yeah, keep me from ordering I'd, it. I'd have a problem being like, can I get a glass of go fuck yourself? Right. <laughs> it, I mean, that label would would never yeah. never hit markets, but but even like tramp stamp. Who is tramp stamp appealing to? Because I think you're going to turn off women. Well, not all women. Maybe not even most women, but some women because I could definitely see that feels objectify e. Objectify, that's a word, right? That's definitely a word. Sure. No. Feels a little objectify e. And then also, if I have if I have a choice between two different Belgian IPAs, I'm gonna choose the one not called Tramp Stamp. Yeah. Why would I Well, it's made by Clown Shoes Brewing, so it's probably out there for juggalos. Oh man, is this do they do they make a like a, a Fago pale ale? <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, terrible. Some homebrewers made that, I guarantee it. I'm sure. I'm sure they have. Okay, well, you know, I'm glad you were here to answer some of those questions for us, Three Stacks. It was a interesting take on the whole thing. And if, if uh, any females listening have any comments of their own regarding this, you really should really, write in. Really anything at all. Well, I guess I might be a little more picky, but BruceyTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com if you have opinions on this topic, because I, I feel like three people is not enough people to get every angle on this situation. Word. We're not getting any emails. Well, we've got one more article. Should we just do the one more article and then, then wrap up? It's been about about time, right? Yeah, we can wrap up. From Eater.com, beer calorie counts will hit restaurant menus by December. Apparently, the FDA has announced some new rules that all chain restaurants with 20, more, 20 or more locations must include nutritional information for both food and beverages because everybody in America is so goddamn fat. Um, Yo. So... Other than absolutely not getting anybody to change their eating habits, I guess this will tell me how much my beers uh, add to my hilarious soft belly, um, which is kind of interesting because, again, like I said, I'm not going to change like my beer drinking based on how many calories are coming in, but it's something I never really think about. Like I am certainly drinking calories when I drink beer, so I guess I'll be able to see that, which would be kind of fun. The thing is, I'm much more likely, if I see calories and stuff, to eat a food that's lower in calories rather than drink a beer that's lower in calories. See, or I skip don't feel like, eating. <laughs> I don't feel like the calorie count... Like, they have the calorie counts on the McDonald's menus now. They've had those for years, you know? Yeah. That has never made me change my mind about what I am eating there. It has made me change my mind about how I feel about myself. But, like, you still eat the same food. You just feel yeah. worse after. Yeah. Uh, Spring League of 2014, I, I had a had a tradition that I did, not not the whole season, which was, you have the, you know, you have breakfast of champions is a thing, so I, I thought I'll have, I'll have, for games when you lose, I'll have the dinner of losers, and it, you know, it's my punishment to myself. The dinner it's of losers, shit. well, I mean, you can't sustain yourself on that, is two Big Macs and whiskey, and you have to eat and drink it in the dark. Uh, oh. uh, and then we ended up losing every game that season, uh, oh. and I stopped doing it after three or four because I was going to die. Yeah, well, that's rough. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I I've said this like three or four times now. I'm definitely not going to change my drinking habits, but it will kind of be interesting to see like which beers have more calories, which beers have less calories. I don't even know like which styles of beer generally have more or less. I'm guessing stouts have do, more. Do you than know which? Do you know which have like you don't know, know which have more or less? That makes sense. But do you know which have more or fewer calories? Well, I think I have less slash fewer friends by one right now. Got me. It was it's fewer by the way. 
Yeah, yeah. Enough, See, I want to say stouts actually usually have fewer calories than yeah. other beers. That's counterintuitive to me. I don't remember why, but I remember someone telling me that when I went to Ireland. I think it has but more see, sugar see, in it, so it should have more calories in it. Yeah, but there's we'll some reason now. it doesn't. I mean, this is the kind of thing we could... You could write a book report about... Can you get back... Can you make a report and get back to us, Tyler, next week? Uh, wait, hold on. When are these beer calorie counts coming out? No, I'm saying you could, just, you could just do some quick Googlings. Yeah, I could, or I could wait till December and then find a chain uh, restaurant. but we won't remember. Yeah, but this way I get to go out and eat fast food at, like, you know, one place. Fast food that has beer at it? Isn't Taco Bell going to be serving beer in their new places? Didn't we report on that one time? I think that's only at, like, two West Coast locations. So I'm ma- on the West Coast. So, and the, California's a really small state, so uh, you'll be able tiny, to find it. Real tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, let's be done. Let's be done here. Okay. I just I, I do want to point out that according to this article on craftbeer.com, although dark in color, the stout is lowest in alcohol, lowest in calories, and lightest in body. I'm sorry, lowest in alcohol. I mean, I think it depends on on the beer, but I mean. You say lowest in body too? I think it depends on the beer. When's the last time you had a really is... chewy IPA? That would yeah. not be appealing. I'm going to have to look at this and adjudicate. Actually, Tyler, do that, because you never do anything. I feel like yeah. I feel like lately I've been telling you to do things, and you've been like, yeah, I don't do anything. I'll do that one thing, and then you don't do that one thing. Oh, you've caught on. Caught on to my master plan. I seriously disagree with almost everything you read out just there. But I mean, calories, I mean, maybe. We don't, we don't have uh, the don't data to back up our claim yeah. for that one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think... If I had to had to guess, I would think it would be kind of like the whole lemons have more sugar than strawberries thing. I There's just more I didn't going know that. on. Yeah, like it's just that a lemon also has a lot more acid than a strawberry, so it tastes sour. Like yeah, a, an IPA might have more sugar than a stout, but it's also got hops to mask that. But I mean, there there are numbers in place for some of these things, like. Like body, yeah. I think I think thickness with body and a stout has a higher final gravity than an IPA if you're doing it right. And and a, a lot of that gravity comes from sugar as well. I don't know. I'll look into it. I guess. Three stacks. Yeah. Three stacks gonna do some homework. God damn it! Like you're enabling this this motherfucker. You're not gonna do any writing in November. What the fuck do you do all day? I work. I don't know. I work. So do we, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you get high. I mean, that's not the only thing I do. Uh, no, do you... I, okay, let me walk you through my day. So I wake up at like 8, right? Uh-huh. And I get dressed and ready. I brush my little teepers and everything like that. You don't need, and I, I don't need every single thing. I have some breakfast. And uh, then it's like 9. And then I usually like uh, read the BBC for a while, you know, get caught up on the world. And then I go to work. And then I get back at 7 and I got to make dinner. And then I make dinner and I eat dinner and I watch something with Becca and that's about it. I don't know. So three seconds gets up at like 5.45. Oh, you're insane. <laughs> well, 5.45 on a good day when the puppy doesn't wake us up at 5.15. Yeah. Goddamn. But we're also in bed by like 10.30. Well, three seconds is asleep on the couch by 9.30. But. <laughs> yeah, see, my, I mean, I'm not like, I'm doing stuff. But Apple. like, but I mean, we have activities we have after work activities, and we still manage to do shit. Right. Well, it's really just that I have no friends. 
I think you just you do the thing that they talk about in the Cutters Back video. Remember that? I stay home a lot with no TV. No, that's and, and a heap of good weed. weed. That's actually that makes more sense than what I was going to say, which is after the song is over, they just talk to a guy who I guess is the dealer, and he says, "All I do, man, you know, all I do, take shit, smoke weed, take shit, smoke weed." Like <laughs> this fucking no, guy. No, I also eat microwavable burritos, which that's helps you I with the take shit. shit. Well, really, it cycles because the smoke weed helps you with the eat microwave burritos, which helps you with the take shits. Right. And then I'm like, that was so traumatic, I need to smoke some weed about it. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope nobody ever listens to this episode. (laughs) Let's finish. Okay. So I had a Third Street Ale Works Puddle Jumper Pale Ale, 5.7. Surprise, I'm not giving it a 5.5. I'm going to give it a 5.3 because it was a little too resinous for me. It's just not something I'm into. But other than that, it was like... Have you had a, a pale ale before? That's what this tastes like. So if you're into pale ale and really piney flavors, maybe this is for you, I guess. How boring. Yeah, I think I'm I think I've discovered I don't like the piney hop. I don't. I certainly don't. It's I didn't, not for me. I didn't realize that for a while. I think I like the I'm I'm okay with the grapefruit. I really like the citric hop. I like grapefruit, yeah. I like, you know, the the kind of lemony, kind of star fruity flavors. Like the new all those New Zealand hops. Mm. Yeah. Gimme that galaxy, baby. Oh yeah. Yep. Was that a recommendation? Anyone who really wants to have a pale ale that tastes like another pale ale? Yeah, like if you if if you're like, damn, pale ales are my favorite beer, then you can drink this because it tastes like a pale ale. The end. Okay. I have ballast points, habanero sculpin which is a habanero IPA. I feel like I need a like a I feel like I need a small asterisk on this just because it says heat may vary. So if I recommend this to you and you think it's not spicy at all, it doesn't mean I'm a puss. And if you think it's way too spicy, that doesn't mean I'm a dick, you know. Right. It's I don't have control over every batch of this beer. Yeah. I don't have control over any batch of this beer in fact. But I liked it a lot. It kind of it kind of reminds me of like think about having a big plate of chicken wings in front of you. With some with some good buffalo sauce and you eating them and you're like, whoo baby, whoo these are getting hot, and then you uh, you have an IPA at your side, you take a swig of that, and you're like something that oh that's good that's good right there and you go right back to eating your chicken wings, which is right. chicken wings and IPAs are like one of my favorite foods and one of my favorite beverages respectively so so that works out great for me I like this beer a lot but I, I gave three sacks a sip and she looked like she was in agony I think it's too hot for her. Maybe too happy for her, but probably just too hot for her. Uh, right. And if you don't like spicy beer, definitely don't try this. And if you don't like hops, I would say avoid it as well. I'm going to give it an 8.6. I feel like I have this huge bias in favor of spicy beers. But this is a well-done spicy beer. I've had bad before. I'd recommend this to if you like both hot peppers and hops. So you, I don't think one is going to be enough for this beer. You should definitely try it if you fit in both of those camps, or or even if you just think this would sound interesting, because it is interesting. I guess also if you uh, like hot wings and beer, maybe <laughs> if you're okay with hops. So, almost everybody. Yeah, like anyone at Buffalo Wild Wings, just <laughs> like sit at home and drink this and watch TV. I guess. So stackaholic. Yeah, I had Mobcraft Aloha Dunkashane. This beer wasn't very good. I had such high hopes for it. It's a cocoa, coconut, and coffee wit beer, allegedly, but yeah. there's no cocoa flavor. I think that I said at the beginning that it tastes like a hot pepper beer without the heat, and I think that might be like a tiny bit of coffee bitterness, and like it doesn't taste like 
coconut in the way any other coconut beer I have had does, where it like tastes like either artificial coconut or like a candy bar. Mm-hmm. I think it like wanted it to taste more like coconut water, which is, in my opinion, kind of just gross to begin with. <laughs> so I think that might be the combination of flavors that were were causing that. And also, I think I might just not know what wit beers taste like. The last two I've had, I thought tasted like bubbles, and yeah, I think OG just ruined me for for wit beers because it actually doesn't taste like a wit beer, huh. but it is one of my favorite beers. So I don't know. I'm gonna give this like a two seven. I kind of just didn't really like it. It was weird and I think lied to me and maybe just did a bad job achieving what it wanted, but. Do better, Mobcraft. I guess I would recommend it to anyone who really, like, who tries sips of hot pepper beers and they're like, man, I like that fruity note at the beginning, but then that heat, that's awful. Because that's what this tastes like. Or just, like, Mm. I guess if you like coconut water, maybe, but, like, probably not. Just go buy some coconut water. It's cheaper and tastes more like coconut water. I don't know that it is coconut water. Because this, that beer tasted uninteresting to me. And I've had coconut water, and I find it completely repulsive. Fair enough. Now, I'm just confused about your beer now. Yeah, I, I think I think everyone is. This beer doesn't make sense. Drink this if you want a beer that you don't understand and can't figure out after having a full pint glass of it. Or if you want to school the pros on the Ruse Tuesday podcast, write in and tell us what it actually tastes like, because we have no yeah. fucking clue. Or I go. guess if you want to like extend your hot pepper beer... Because I did take a sip of Sam's beer and then drink this, and when I still had that lingering heat in my mouth for, like, six more sips, it just felt like I was drinking a weird, less burny hot pepper beer. So if you like hot pepper beers and you want you want to coast on that, you could double fist this in a hot pepper beer. Yeah. That's a pretty limited use case, I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, sure is. And All also, right. this well, probably shouldn't taste like this. I don't know. Maybe this bottle is just bad or something. No, maybe but this like, brewery is just bad. I Mobcraft sucks. Not a fan. Shots fired. I think it is it's also crowdsourced, pretty. so... Well, like, they, they, they crowdsource the idea, but not the recipe. So... Maybe they should start crowdsourcing the recipe, too. Jeremy yeah. Ratcliffe, good idea. Frown at Mobcraft real hard. Yeah. I'd feel bad for him if this is what he really wants and he was really excited about it getting made and then he's like, wait, this doesn't taste like any of the three flavors I listed. Coffee? There's no coffee in there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. I would, really, I want to see cocoa, coconut, and coffee in, like, a dark beer. I think that would be better than this weird, confusing wit beer. Yeah. That sounds about right. What do you have next week, Daniel? Uh, God, this is so unpronounceable. This is French as fuck. Well, let me... Check where this is from. Uh, it's from Quebec, so French as fuck makes sense. Uh, three sacks, you want to take a stab at this? Nope. Uh, okay. So, I don't. I didn't take French in high school or anything. I don't know how any of this is really supposed to be pronounced. Brasserie du Deciel. Ooh, there's some Q's and X's in this next word. Uh, Equinoki du Printemps. That's what I'm calling it. Equinoki du Printemps. Okay, well, Equinoki is probably supposed to be Equinox. Almost certainly. Well, I, well, yeah, but not if you're French. No, no, it's probably still Equinox. Probably not. And I'm pretty sure with most French words, you just drop the last consonant. It's probably just like Printem. That's silly. silly. 
Get out of my head. We need to take a break, I think. This is a Scotch Ale brewed with maple syrup. So I am a little worried that that's just, you're adding a fermentable that's not going to add any flavor, and it's just going to up the booze a little bit. It's 9.5, but, you know, it's a Scotch Ale, so it's not like that's crazy jacked up. It's, got, it's, it's pretty reasonable ABV. It looks French as fuck. Those goddamn Quebecois think they have the best maple syrup. They don't know what they're talking about. You, you're going to get real Vermont ethnocentric on us? The only thing you can get Vermont ethnocentric about? Well, and our gang, the Green Mountain Boys. And also Ben and Jerry's. The fact that oh, you yeah. can get a Vermonster, which is a horrifying thing. It's like a gallon of ice cream. And I'm not sure if you're meant to eat it as one person, but people have done it. I've eaten it as three people. You and the two people stapled to you as a human centipede? Yeah. Uh, Staples? Right. You made you made a centipede, a human centipede sound gross, Tyler. <laughs> I was rushed. Yeah. Uh, so, alright, we'll be coming back to you. Maybe by next week we'll figure out how to pronounce your beer. Uh, well, if you're not doing any homework, I'm not doing any homework. <laughs> That's fair. Alright, well, if anybody else feels like doing any homework for us, you can email us at BruiseDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruiseDayTuesday. You can comment on our links at roostoos.com. Other than that, don't let the best get you down. We will see you next time, everybody. Bye. 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 So I honestly think Sam looks like Teen Wolf, and I think Three Stacks looks like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs>